You are listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to the Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board-certified plastic surgery. You know, once it looks really, really inviting, and once it looks really doable, a lot of people start to get jealous. And a lot of people start to think, you know what? If they can do it, and they're looking so much better, and no one really knows that they did that much, maybe I should check it out. You know what I'm talking about, and it has to do with plastic surgery and cosmetic procedures that are now booming with men. Now, this started many, many years ago when the trend of not being so worried about doing something like plastic surgery for everyone started to open up. You know, years and years ago, I guess you would, you know, have to almost put yourself away for a few weeks or a month so that nobody really knew what you did. And then when you finally did come out, some of the things were so overdone that you really didn't surprise anyone. And maybe it was only for Hollywood movie stars or people that were only in the limelight in certain um, aspects of business or media type type things. Well, as the techniques and as the whole trend in doing more to make yourself feel and look better continued, men started to get involved a little bit. They started to dabble a little bit with it. Well, nowadays, it's making up a huge portion of a plastic surgeon's practice, and it's men that are coming in to have things done. Now, I'm going to go over the top procedures that are being done, but I wanted to highlight a few of them because they may be a little different than what you think men really are looking for. The first thing I want to make sure is that, you know, ever since the Zoom boom was created during COVID, so many of all of you have been watching yourself on camera. And when you start to see things that you really kind of maybe passed over when you were looking in the mirror early in the morning, when you're really on a Zoom call for hours and you're staring at yourself and you do see things that really annoy you or bother you, it does become very obvious that maybe you want to do something to, to make it look better. And a few of these happen to be at the top of the list of the newest things that men are really coming in to talk about. So I'm going to talk about or mention the first one, which has been around for many, many years, and I'm really not going to delve into it too much, and that's hair transplants. We know men have been getting hair transplantation for many, many years. It's done now in a much more elegant, and we do it in a much more sophisticated fashion so that it's almost imperceivable when it's done really, really well for the right candidates. 
but I'm not going to hit that one today because I think most of you know that that's been around for so long that it may not be such a surprise for you. However, what if I told you that neck lifts, that's right, neck lifts are becoming more and more popular with men. And when I say neck lift, it's specific because they're really not concerned. You know this. If you're one of the guys that I've already done a couple of these procedures on, you know what I'm talking about. When you come in for a consultation, what you have been telling me is you're not that concerned about your face. You may have tried some fillers. You may have done some Botox. But the thing that bothers you is the excess skin around the neck and sometimes a little bit of fat in that area as well, or a lot of fat in that area. So the redesigning of doing a specific neck lift for a man is really, really fascinating. And we've done a bunch of these, and I'm actually presenting this at a conference in February where we're literally doing specific neck lifts. We're calling it a cervicoplasty because what we're doing is we're addressing the skin of that area that's in excess, the fat in that area that's in excess, and also some of the muscles that have become almost separated and weakened over the course of time. So by repairing the muscles, liposuctioning away some of the fat and then getting the skin to be taken away without altering the rest of the face. A lot of you guys really, really love this. And I I do think that the presentation that I'm going to be doing in February is highlighting it's a nuance. It's a new way of talking about doing a neck lift in that specific population of people, which are men. The second one on the list that I wanted to talk about is gynecomastia. Now, many of you understand that gynecomastia is the female appearance on a man's chest. Now, this can be for a number of reasons. Most of the time, it is a combination of having too much fat on the chest and also having some excess breast tissue. Many of you that have it or have had it and now have gotten it taken care of know that it started to happen maybe when you were in your adolescent ages. And around the age of 13, 14, you started to notice it. And by the time it was 17, 18, when a lot of your friends started to burn off some of that chest or baby fat, yours just continued to grow or just stay the same. There are so many nuances now that can make that whole area of the chest just looks so much more manly, I guess, is that the way you want to talk about it, but just to create a much more sculpted version of the chest. We can do away with the excess fat, and many times the nipple and areola are what we call herniated. They're almost weakened, and you know if you have this, that when it's really warm or hot out, your nipple actually becomes loose and even like folded over. When it's cold, it may tighten up a little bit, but that through a t-shirt or through a shirt can look odd. And that's why a lot of you come in to talk about this. And there, the, it can span the whole spectrum of doing something with liposuctioning to get rid of the fat and then actually doing something to make the nipple and areola a more normal size and shape and taking away some of the breast glandular tissue. 
Okay. Number three on the list of what I wanted to talk about was liposuctioning in general. Now, you may think you know everything about liposuctioning, and a lot of you do, but I want to make sure you understand when we're doing liposuctioning in men, it's a little bit more nuanced in that we can use that fat that's been liposuctioned, let's say away from your love handles and away from your abdomen and inject it into places where in the past, many of you would have never thought that there would be any way to make things better. And let me give you an example. We can take some of that fat that we just harvested, let's say from your love handles, and we can put it into the butt area so that a lot of you that come in and say you never had a butt your whole life, your butt is too flat. We're not trying to give you a Brazilian butt lift, but we are trying to say if there is some skin laxity there, if there is um, a reshaping, if you will, of your torso that you would like to do, many of you guys have come in and have said, you know, my wife or my girlfriend or whatever has always told me I never had a butt. Can I use some of that fat and transfer it into the butt area just to give it a little bit more volume and just to make the skin look a little bit more lifted? And I'll tell you, it's it's something that we've been doing obviously on women for many, many years. But one of the things that get bypassed about this is using your own body fat in places like the butt, or how about filling in your face? As we're getting older, we all tend to lose some facial fat. And because our skeleton is also starting to shrink a little bit, just like when we talk about osteoporosis anywhere, some of you will come in and talk about really wanting to restore some more youthful qualities to the face. Well, if you've lost a lot of weight and you're still trying to lose, let's say, your abdomen fat and your love handle fat, and we're going to get down to doing some liposuctioning, why not use that fat to put back into your face? It's coming from your body. You're going to have possibly a little bit more downtime on your face than you would have had if you just did facial fillers. But a lot of times it's much more cost effective because many of you guys that finally come in to see me haven't done anything for maybe your whole life to like make your face look more youthful. And finally, when you come to see me, you may need a lot of facial fillers. Well, if you're already going to have some liposuctioning and we're going to have that fat there anyway, I tend to, you know, offer that and say, listen, if you want to, we can definitely put some to restore some, you know, fullness back to your face. So again, it's it's the concept of what we've been doing for women for a long time, but now in a more nuanced way, we can do this liposuctioning and actually use it in places that in, in other times you may never really have thought to do it this way. One last one that I really want to highlight, it's the eyelid lift. And it's been around for a very, very long time in plastic surgery. But I think, again, going back to being on Zoom calls and seeing how you could have a lot of hooding over your eyelids 
and recognizing the fact that it's really not that long of a recovery. It's not that intense of a downtime, you know, with surgery and the surgery itself will allow you to get back to doing your zoom calls or even seeing people in, in, uh, in person within three to five days, getting rid of that extra amount of skin on the upper eyelid, especially with a little bit of fat that's there is huge for men. A lot of us have some under eye hollows or some under eye fat pockets doesn't seem to bother most of you guys. The thing that I know really sends an appearance of aging is when the skin on the upper eyelid is just so tremendous that no matter what you try to do with, with glasses or whatever, Botox injections, it's never going to remedy the fact that you really do have too much skin on the upper eyelids. And an upper eyelid lift or a blepharoplasty has seen this tremendous resurgence in men. And I think a lot of it has to do with the Zoom calls and, you know, being on Zoom for so many hours in a day that you really do get an opportunity to see yourself and you go, oh my God, that really does age me. And if that's the case, the surgery to do it is really something that can be done within an hour. And when you go to see your doctors or your, uh, plastic surgeon or sometimes even your oculoplastic surgeons that'll talk to you about doing that, you'll see that it really is one of those procedures that creates a tremendous difference in the overall appearance of the face in more of a youthful way. Um, I'm going to mention one last one. I'm not going to get into it too much, but I want to make sure that when we talk about jawline enhancement, we all talk on podcast, and I'm sure if you're following a lot of things with plastic surgery and cosmetic procedures, you know a lot about facial fillers and using them in the jawline around the chin just to make that whole area just look more uh, structured and enhanced. However, let's not forget that a good chin implant, like a real one that's permanently placed on top of the mandible, can create a very, very sharp angular look to the face. And it can also be used to take up some extra skin that may have started to become something that looks like jowls around the jawline, something that looks like extra skin on the neck. If we add some structure to the chin and the mandible with a real chin implant, that can do a tremendous job in balancing out the face and just making the face look just more structured, more um, sharp. So keep all those things in mind. I just want to make sure that you all know that the men have jumped on the plastic surgery train. You've been listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be speaking with you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.